Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome in to another edition of the Out of the Loop podcast, Explain of Thrones. This is a very professional-sounding studio that we are in now. We're in the same place, really, but uh, everything sounds fantastic. It only took uh, 65 episodes. Yes, I was hoping it would take 69, but here we are with number 66. Um, My name is Matt. I have not seen Game of Thrones, but I have had the first five seasons and eight episodes explained to me by two wonderful gentlemen who are here with me today as they always are and let's welcome them in hello shane hello podcast people uh we're wrapping up season five and i'm super excited shane is familiar with game of thrones i am unfamiliar the other familiar is rodney Hey, Pod Squad. This is Rodney. Yes, I am also a familiar who's seen who have seen Game of Thrones. Who ha- who have seen? <laughs> I'm what real tired? What ha- happened was <laughs> <laughs> I am so very tired. But yeah, Game of Thrones is amazing. These last two episodes are fantastic for season five. Sorry, last two episodes of season five. Uh, we're really excited to talk about this one. Um, I mean, maybe it's personal, but why are you tired? Because I uh, went to bed at midnight last night and uh-huh. got up at five in the morning. Okay. To catch up on these movie shows, because <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, I gotta watch these before recording." And then I was like, "Oh, we're not recording in the morning." I'm like, "That's cool." <laughs> um, did you Did you get a nap? No, I didn't. I had the uh, baby, so I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I um, woke up at five thirty. Well. Really, at 3.45, I needed to wake up to um, to take a little pee break from sleep, as, as we are as we all are wont to do. Um, and I couldn't get out of bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be a problem, because I really got to pee. So I figured out a way to roll off the bed, kind of stumble my way into the bathroom, do my business, pee go on back the floor, to bed. Right? I did not. Oh, yeah. um, the tub? No. You should have. No, I made it to the uh, toilet. Like a regular, um, sober adult. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then I, I couldn't sleep. So then, um, finally at 5.30 is when I tried to just get up and walk around. Like, this isn't happening. So that's when I texted you guys to say, um, I need a few hours gotcha. to, uh, prepare myself. And now I'm good. i although I think I should see a chiropractor again. I think I'm good. What are we watching right now, guys? Me, uh, I, f- I finished The Witcher just to get through it to see what all the hype was about. Was it better? It was better once you get to the end. Yeah. Um, I did rewatch because I watched the first two episodes and I was confused as fuck. Yeah. And then watched them again. I was like, okay, this is it's it's good. And then when you finish it, it's like, okay, that made that made a lot of sense. Did you like it? I think in the grand, yeah, I think I did like it, but it's not one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. I don't think cool. you liked it. Doesn't sound like it. You're you're <laughs> a very like when you like something, you really like you you know, you you, you you're a, a person that, that, that talks things up and like uh no, it's really good. It's really good. Trust me. 
It was likable, really likable. <laughs> it doesn't sound like I liked you it, enjoyed. but I wasn't in like with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. It Shane, was. what are you what are you watching in the last uh, week since we last spoke? I recently finished uh, American Horror Story 1984. How's that? It was really good. Is uh, it one one of the best seasons? Uh, by top. Four or five, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Aren't there only five nice. seasons? No, there's like nine. Nine? Nine? Yeah. Damn, time flies. I think I've only seen the first three. I think I've seen four, one maybe. episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's it's one of those uh, anthology shows, kind of different uh, uh, genre yeah. for each uh, each season. So it's it yeah, it's really good. Cool. How about you, Matt? What you been watching? Oh uh, man. Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> um, uh, I watched a lot of sadness today. Yeah. Uh, that's really the only thing that I'm, that's on my mind. So, um, yeah. That's it. Should I expand on that? Rest in peace, Mamba. Yeah. yeah. Number 24. Yes, we are, we are recording on uh, Sunday, January 26th. So, the Kobe Bryant news came out a few hours ago. So, um. That's all I've really been watching. What anything I watched in the last week seems insignificant now. For so. sure. Yep. All right. All right. So recap. Uh, last one we watched was five oh eight hard home. Uh, what happened? Um. The wildlings, or uh, I'm sorry, John uh, and. Um, Tormund? Yep. Yeah. They went to get to kind of rally up the wildlings um, to come back to Castle Black uh, to prepare for the uh, uh, White Walkers, right? So they went to go meet with them and speak with them, and it turned into this epic battle um, where many perished, and uh, John and Tormund and a few boats worth, right? A few boat boats worth of wildlings were able to get away, but then we saw the uh, the Night King bring back a bunch of people um, f- from the dead, which is apparently how he builds his right, his yeah, army. right in front of his eyes. Yeah, yeah. I think um, they said when they're before they got attacked, there was like five thousand wildlings that they got on board. Oh, okay. So they got quite a few. Oh, yeah, oh, so right. they they had already sent off five thousand to the ships. Okay. And then so there were maybe a hundred or so more after all the hullabaloo started. Okay. Um, truthfully, I do not remember anything else from that episode. Uh, Tyrion reaches Daenerys. Mm, right. And uh, says, um, he, you should spare Jorah's life, but not keep him around. Right. Uh, Tyrion's going to work with Daenerys, I guess. Yes, as uh, the hand to the queen, right? Where did Jorah go? Back to his uh, slave owner? Yes. Employer. Employer. Hmm. Equal opportunity. Yeah. Uh, Winterfell, uh, Reek, and Sansa. Uh, What does uh, Sansa find out from Reek? Her brothers are alive. Or at least that Reek didn't kill them. Oh, yeah. Her brothers oh, right. were not the boys that Reek had killed. 
battle plans. Or Theon had killed. Uh, Roos and Ramsay. Roos wants to just hole up in Winterfell and uh -huh. let the weather kill Stannis' army. Yeah. But Ramsay says what? Uh, he let him take some men and he'll go take care of this thing. Yeah. Um, at the wall, Ollie's not convinced of John. Sam tries to convince him. Nothing really there. Yeah. Uh, Bravos. What's Arya up to? Um, she's still learning. So she right? kind of got a mission to kill so the clams Thin Man. And oysters. Man. Mm, gotcha. Remember, she's yeah, she's a salesman, but she's gathering intel. Um, now is she using her own face for this? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I wasn't sure. Um, King's Landing. What's up with Cersei? She's in prison, and, and it's not going well. The the Septa comes in. <laughs> Septa uh, tells her a bunch of you must confess. Yeah. Cersei's not playing along. She gets beat with a wooden spoon. Yeah. Um, Kyburn visits. Mm -hmm. What uh, what is she getting charged with? Um. Uh, incest. Incest, fornication, buggery. Or was that? <laughs> no, no, that was Loris. That, that was Loris. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Robert's murder, right? In oh, that's in right. That. I forgot about that. And I think that's it. Okay. Uh, Kevin's back. So, okay, I have a question. Okay. So, if she's being charged with the murder of Robert, that means that this, because this is all coming from Lancel. So that could mean that Lancel was encouraged to get Robert as fucked up as possible so he would end up dying. Right? Correct. Right? Yes. Okay. Cool. I didn't put that together last week when you told me she was charged with the murder of Robert. Cool. And Kevin's back. <laughs> Fucking Kevin. Kevin's back. Yeah, after his parents left him in the house by himself <laughs> and went to Paris. Uh, so we go to 509, the Dance of Dragons. Uh, mm -hmm. Start off in the north. Uh, Lady Melisandre is in her tent, but she senses a disturbance in the force. <laughs> okay. Uh, so she walks outside, um, and outside she sees tents in the camp go up in flames. What? And chaos ensues. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, we go to the next morning. Uh, Davos tells Stannis that a group of 20, 20 men, maybe less, burned their food stores, all their siege weapons. Um, they are still gathering intel, but hundreds of horses are dead because of the fires. Um, Stannis says, you know, who is on guard last night? Um, put them in change. Chains? Change? <laughs> put them in change. Get them Throw up with those quarters of dimes. <laughs> Um, they're going to be hanged because they either fell asleep, uh, neglect of their job, or they were in league with the enemy. Um, Davos warns they no longer have enough supplies to get to Winterfell and suggests they go back to Castle Black. Uh, Stannis says, no, we won't go back. And then looks towards Melisandre, who is standing next to Selyse. And then we go to the wall. So at the wall... Let's... Uh, John and the group of wildlings reach the wall, the outside. Mm -hmm. They're marching. And Alistair, Sto uh, Alistair Thorne is at the very top of the wall looking down. Uh, John steps forward from the whole crowd, and he just looks straight up at him. 
Um, and Alistair is just like giving him, you know, just staring dead into his eyes as best he can from so yeah. far up. And he says, open the gate. So he uh-huh. actually followed orders. Uh, as they're marching in through the gate, John uh, tells Sam that he failed at his mission. He was, he went to save them and he didn't. Sam says, John, you did save some and that doesn't make it a failure. So as they have that discussion, the giant um, that was amongst the group starts walking through and all the people at the castle are just shocked. Yeah. Like they've never seen a giant before. And then as they're walking through, you could definitely tell that the Night's Watch, they disapprove of what John did. Oh, okay. Getting the Wildlings, yeah. Everybody? The the faces that they showed. Pretty much, yeah. So, okay. And that's kind of, that was going to be my question. Was like, I remember the voting was very half and half when they were voting for the new, what is it? Commander? Lord Commander. Lord Commander. So, half of the people, I imagine, are very much so not on board with this. But is he losing people that believed in him, too? I think they don't believe in it. But because he gave the order and they do like him, they'll follow the command. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alistair tells John that he has a good heart and it'll get them all killed. And then we go back to the north. So Stannis uh, tells Davos uh, he needs him to go back to Castle Black to ask for supplies and more men. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he says, tell John when I win the throne, the wall will have all the men they require. Um, they can re-garrison all 19 castles or whatever if that's what they want um davos questions why he has to go you know you could just send some page boy with the message yeah um and uh stannis is like well what if he argues i need you to convince him for me um you know davos says well okay well what about salise and shireen they need you know they should go back with me yeah um stannis says no uh davos pleads at the very least, let me take Princess Shireen. Uh, Stannis says, my family stays with me. Uh, Davos goes to visit Shireen. Uh, she's reading a book. It's called The Dance of Dragons. Um, it's a true telling by Grandmaster Munkin. Um, they discuss the story in the book. He gives her a carved stag that he made for her. Uh, she asks uh, for him to make her a doe as well so they can play together. Um, she asks, well, why was I given a gift? And he says, well, you deserve it. You, uh, taught me to read. You basically made me grow up and, you know, full responsibility of my duties and stuff like that. Uh, he tells her that I'm going to be gone for a few days and wants to hear all about the dance of dragons when he returns. Uh, he stands, gives her a kiss and then walks out mm-hmm. and we go to Dorne. Okay, cool. Uh, so in Dorne, Jamie is walking into a lounge area with the Prince of Dorne, Prince Dorne. Uh, Illyria, Marcella, and Tristane. They question why Jamie is there to steal Marcella. Uh, Jamie tells them that they received a threat. That was his mission to take her back to make her safe. Uh, Doran says they can't execute Jamie for what he's did, what he did, because he doesn't want to see war. Uh, he toasts to the king. He toasts to King Tommen. Um, but Illyria, she pours her cup of wine to the floor. Clearly disrespect, disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, Doran <laughs> says. King Tommen is insistent that Marcella returns to King's Landing. Um, he says he can't disobey uh, his king's command, and she will return to King's Landing with Jamie, and Tristane will go also. Doran um, wants Tristane to be to take Oberyn's place on the King's Small Council. 
Illyria is upset, says something very disrespectful to Dorne, saying, reason you can't walk is because you have no spine. Um, but before she leaves, Dorne tells her, you say one more thing, uh, you say something like that, uh, you will be executed. And then she leaves. Uh, Jamie then asks, what about Bronn? Dorne says, Tristan, uh, Tristan will choose what happens to Bronn. Tristane says Bronn can be set free on one condition. So then it goes down below into the dungeons where Bronn is. Two of the sand snakes are playing a slapping game. It's where one has their hands together, the other one's slapping it. Uh-huh. And they're trying to you know, make yeah. a miss. But if they keep hitting them, they keep going, right? So they're talking mad shit to each other. And the, <laughs> uh, the younger one gets her to miss finally. And then she's like, all right, this, it's my turn. And the, the older the, keeps talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you're too slow. And then she just, it's finally her turn, and she slaps the shit out of her in the face. In the face. <laughs> um, they were about to start fighting when the guards appeared. Um, they opened Bronn's cell. The Sand Snake, who was flirting with Bronn in the other episode, tells, um, tell, ask him, who's the most beautiful woman in the world? And as he's leaving, he's like, you are. <laughs> so Bronn is brought up to the lounging area. Uh, Jamie tells Bronn he is free if... And then the guard that brought him up was a good-sized guy. He, like, throws an elbow ring to Bronn's face, knocks him to his knees, and that was the one condition. Because <laughs> when, uh, when they were trying to grab Marcella and run, he, yeah. Bronn punched, basically, the Prince Tristane. Yeah. Knocked him down. So. Yeah. Just revenge. So, eye for an eye, I guess. And then we go to Bravo's. So in Bravos, uh, Arya is pushing her cart. Uh, two men walk up, ask her, uh, "How much for your little clam?" Uh, they laugh and walk away. Um, Arya sees the thin man up ahead. Remember the insurance guy yeah. that refused the one guy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she pulls out the vial that uh, Jacken gave her and walks towards the thin man. And the thin man is saying, "Oh, girl, come here. I'm hungry. I'm hungry." Uh, but she sees something beyond the thin man. And basically walks past him and ignores him. Yeah. Um, she sees... What do you think she sees? It's a boat arriving to the docks. Oh. Who's on it? Um, Someone on her list? No. Damn it. Well, yes. Yes? Yeah. Someone on <gasps> our list. Hound? No. Someone on our list oh, with someone else. Oh, man. Damn it. So close to our buddy comedy again. I don't know who. So it's uh, Mace Tyrell. Right? He was sent to uh, do what? Mace Tyrell. Mace Remember, he's Tyrell. he's the new Master of Coin in King's Landing. Right, 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 right. Gotcha. He's there to uh, negotiate their debt or something? Yeah, with the Iron okay. Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And with him is Marin Trant. So he was, oh. he was uh, the first name on her list. Yeah. Um, a representative from the Iron Bank is there on the docks. Uh, to greet Mace, they start walking towards the bank. Um, Arya follows. Here's them talking about the money the throne owes to the bank and the repayment of that money. Uh, Marin Trant sees Arya a few times, and she kind of looks away each time. Um, but it's clear that you know he kind of maybe recognizes her, but you know just ignores it. Um, that's when the group of men walk into the bank. Um, Later on, when they walk out, Arya's across the street, uh, watching and waiting. Uh, Mace is just being stupid like he is. He starts singing as they walk away. 
Um, later in the night, uh, Marin is walking with two other knights that came with him. Uh, he's talking shit about the Tyrells, um, and it's he's uh, walking them towards a brothel. Um, as they walk in, Arya walks up behind. Uh, Arya walks inside. She's carrying a tray of her oysters. Um, she's almost thrown out, but one of the uh, working women uh, allows her to stay. Basically, said, "No, we're hungry. Let's let's buy a few." Um, Arya notices Marin Trant goes to the back room. Um, Arya watches as three girls are brought out in succession, um, and each one is turned down as Marin Trant tells the madam, "Too old." <laughs> Too old. Um, the madam leaves to go get him what he wants when the uh, one of the other knights with Marin grabs Arya from the where she's watching from the window and says, "No, we're, you know we're hungry. Let's let's eat." Uh, Marin is staring at Arya again when the madam uh, shoots Arya out. Uh, the madam has brought a young serving girl. Yeah. Uh, Marin says, "Good." You know, he sees her and he's like, oh, yeah, he stands up. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, he takes a girl to the back with him. But it, before he leaves, he tells the madam, I need a fresh one for tomorrow. Huh. Uh, inside the house of. Back up, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Back up, um, <laughs> we're in the house of black Arya walks in uh, Jackin <laughs> is kneeling with a man uh, she tells Jackin that the thin man wasn't hungry today and this is funny Jackin says perhaps that's why he is the thin man um, yeah. F- funny is a stretch she tells him tomorrow um, he'll she'll take care of what she was charged with and he sends her to take care of the man that is now dead that he was just talking to that's on the floor uh we go to dorn so in dorn uh prince dorn dorn uh tells alaria that alaria that her rebellion is over she can swear her allegiance to him or die Jeez. yeah uh so she kneels down uh starts crying and kisses his hand um the sand snakes are disgusted and they want and they at what they're seeing so they're like you want us to rebel now you're just so easily yeah um to kneel down so then we're still in dorn but we cut to jamie writing a letter um, wait she kissed his hand yeah uh, on a ring he had a ring on his index finger kissed i think the ring nice. yeah and b- before uh she left he says i believe in second chances right but right. i don't believe in thirds yeah. mm. um so I jamie's think, i don't think any of us do <laughs> jamie's writing a letter and Illyria walks in. She notes that he writes like a seven-year-old. She talks about him and Cersei. And she says, if you were here, nobody would care about you guys being together. Yeah. Um, she tells him uh, that she knows that her daughter has no, no part in the murder of the man she loves. Perhaps Jamie is even innocent of that. And then she walks out. And then we go back to the north. So Shireen is playing with the carved stag. Uh, Stannis walks in. She tells him, you know, this is the Dance of Dragons, um, and this uh, back and forth, Shireen. It's the story of the fight between Rain, Rhaenyra. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Rhaenyra Targaryen and her half brother Aegon for control over the Seven Kingdoms. Both of them f- uh, thought they belonged on the Iron Throne when people started declaring for one. Of them or the other, the fight divided the kingdom in two. 
Uh, brothers fought brothers, dragons fought dragons. By the time it was over, thousands were dead, and it was a disaster for the Targaryens as well. They never truly recovered. And then... Question. I saw something, uh, an article popped up this week. Are they making a show about that? I don't know. I know they're making a... There's yeah, something called ha- House of Dragons. I think they're doing a prequel um, about Robert's Rebellion, right? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I just saw um, uh, first first Game of Thrones spinoff confirmed HBO greenlighting House of Dragons. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I, re- I just saw the headline and just figured, oh, so it's a, like an ancient Targaryen show. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just a prequel. Okay. All the mythology and stuff. Cool. Um, all the stuff that they kind of glossed over. Yeah. That just is known fact. That they kind of like at. sets up a lot yeah. of the stuff that, that you see here. Uh, so Stannis says, oh, the Dance of Dragons. Why is it a dance? Um, Shireen says, it's just what they call it. And then he says, hmm, doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, she says, well, I think it's poetic. Um, Stannis says, if you had to choose between Rhaenyra, I'll say, I'll go with that, Rhaenyra and Aegon, who would you choose? Um, she says, I wouldn't have chosen either. It's all the choosing sides that made everyone, or made everything so horrible. Uh, then he says, sometimes a person has to choose. Sometimes the world forces, forces his hand. If a man knows what he is and remains true to himself, the choice is not a choice at all. Uh, he must fulfill his destiny and become who he is meant to be, however much he may hate it. And then she says, it's all right, father. And he says, you don't even know what I'm talking about. And then she says, it doesn't matter. I want to help you. Is there any way I can help you? And he says, yes, there is. And then she says, good, I want to. I'm the Princess Shireen of House Baratheon, and I'm your daughter. They hug, and he tells her, forgive me. Uh, so the next scene, Shireen is walking outside. Uh, she's being led by guards, and she's got her stag in her hand. Uh, she's being led towards a platform where Mel- Melisandre is standing next to it. Uh, she asks for her father. Melisandre tells her it will all be over soon. Uh, Shireen continues to plead with Stannis, uh, plead for Stannis when he walks out. Uh, Selyse behind him. She says, it's what the Lord wants. It's a good thing. It's a great thing. She looks at Stannis and she starts staring uh, straight ahead with a determined look on her face. Uh, Selyse begins to show doubt. Melisandre starts a speech announcing that they are offering up the girl to the Lord of Light so he can show them the way. Selyse, if we don't act, we'll starve here unless we offer up this sacrifice. Shireen, she's now uh, pleading for her mother. So she keeps calling for her father. And at this point now, she switches over to her mother. Uh, as Melisandre appears with the torch, um, Selyse changes her mind. She uh, says she can't. Stannis says there's no other way. She has uh, King's blood. Uh, Melisandre lights the platform as Shireen continues to scream. Selyse runs towards the platform, um, but is held back by the soldiers. She falls to her knees and is devastated. And Shireen continues to scream. And then it, you just hear fire. Until she stops screaming. Then we go to Marine. Go ahead. You know... <laughs> this probably wasn't the best day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> For the for this episode, um, hmm. But at the very least, I saw this coming. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, That's true. As 
horrible as that is. But go on. <laughs> so, Marine, the great stadium, uh, the fights are beginning. And this is full of people. It is jam-packed. Uh, in the VIP section, we have Daenerys, Hisdar, uh, Misa- uh, Mis- Misande, Dario, and Tyrion. Daenerys is disgusted with how excited the crowd is for the fights to start. A master walks out to announce the start of the games, the great games. Uh, the first fight is a big, strong guy versus a very quick, small guy. His dar tells Daenerys they're all waiting for her to clap her hands for the fight to begin. Dario starts talking about the fight, uh, says Daenerys should bet on the smaller man um, because she, he's quicker. So when he told her they're waiting for her to clap, she didn't clap. The crowd yeah. erupts, and then they start fighting. Uh, right, right. Hisdar says uh, he's been in the arena his whole life, and more often, the bigger man wins. Dario pulls out a dagger. He's showing off, you know, twirling between his fingers and whatnot. And he says, yeah, whenever I fight a bigger man, I stab him where they don't have big muscles, in the neck or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Because he used to fight in the pits. Uh, D- uh, Daenerys is amused, getting turned on, listening to Dario talk. As that after, as they're having their little spat between each other, it's you can see in the background that the bigger guy just quickly whoosh, takes the small guy's head right off with a Ooh. sword. Um, and then his dar, uh, sorry, Dario start. He's because as he's talking, they see that he shuts up and walks away. And yeah. then his dar has like a big smirk on his face. Uh, Tyrion is displeased with the violence and death. Uh-huh. Uh huh. His dar tell, says, "You don't approve." Tyrion says. There's always been more than enough death in the world for my taste. I can do without it in my leisure time. Hisdar. Fair enough, yet it's an unpleasant question, but what great things have ever been accomplished without killing or cruelty? Tyrion. It's easy to confuse what is what uh, ought to be, especially when what is what has worked out in your favor. Hisdar. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about the necessary conditions of greatness. Dario. A Daenerys, she goes, what is greatness? Hisdar, it is a vital part of the great city of Marine, which existed long before you and I, and will remain standing long after we have returned to the dirt. Tyrion, my father would have liked you. Daenerys, one day your great city will return to the dirt as well. Hisdar, at your command? Daenerys, if need be. Hisdar, and how many people will die to make this happen? Dario. Daenerys. Daenerys, sorry. Uh, if it comes to that, uh, they will have died for a good reason. Hisdar, those men think they're dying for a good reason. Talk about the gladiators. Yeah. Uh, Daenerys, someone's, uh, someone else's uh, reason. Hisdar, so your reasons are true and theirs are false. They don't know their own mind, but you do. Tyrion, well said. You're an eloquent man. Doesn't mean you're wrong. In my experience, eloquent men are right every bit as often as imbeciles. <laughs> and then the next uh, fight is multiple men. One of them is Jorah. Okay. So Daenerys he's sees... He's got like a helmet or something? No. No. He's oh. just... He's exposed. Oh. Like he's naked. Oh, that's right. She knows he's dead. <laughs> he's exposed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Daenerys sees... chopping dudes down with his dick. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And she's a little taken back. His star tries to talk about um, Dario... Uh, Hisdar tries to tell her, you know, you got to start the game or whatever. And Daria tells him to shut up. And then Daenerys uh, claps and the fight starts. So in the fight, uh, Jorah is knocked down, um, but he gets up again. 
you're never going to keep him down. Oh. Um, he kills the first guy. You know, I've always thought Jorah was the Chumbawamba of, <laughs> of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I get knocked down. Um, up again. He moves on to the next man um, who is uh, beating up Jorah, basically getting the better of him, kind of, you know, cutting him here and there. Um, Tyrion sees Daenerys and says, you can stop this because the, the guy that's fighting Jorah has a, basically, he's on, Jorah's on the ground. He's got a sword to his throat. So he's about to kill. Yeah. But Hisdar says, no, she cannot. Uh, the man is about to kill Jorah when he is stabbed through the back by another fighter. Um, Jorah stands up to fight the other man. Uh, Jorah kills the other man. And then, you know, he wins the battle or whatever. Yeah. Um, he picks up a spear uh, from one of the other fighters and throws it towards Daenerys. What? Why do you throw Oh! He's killing mm, either Hisdar or Dario. They're both there, right? Yes. No. Uh, so a son, a son of the Harpy okay. was charging towards Daenerys to kill her when the spear that uh, Jorah threw t- kills him, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, Dario looks around the crowd, and then there's suddenly dozens of people wearing gold masks in the crowd. Oh, shit. And, uh, you know, he stands up, uh, and they, they all look towards Daenerys. Um, Daria yells for the Unsullied to protect Daenerys. Uh, the Sons of the Harpy start killing people in the crowd. Uh, men, women, former slaves, former masters, it doesn't matter. They're just killing him, slitting throats, stabbing him in the belly. Um, Daria and the Unsullied try and kill those who approach. Basically, they're keeping, you know, a perimeter around yeah. Daenerys. Um, his Dar takes Daenerys' hand and tries to lead her away. He says, I, you know, I know where to go. Let's let's leave. Yeah. Um, he is stabbed and killed. Uh, Jorah gets to the VIP box. Well, as he's stabbed and killed, Tyrion and Dario look at him. They're like, oh, shit, he was really on our side. Yeah. <laughs> they had that look like that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. They thought he Dario was... for sure thought he yeah. was yeah. like the leader of the Harpies. Yeah, but he got, he got shanked. Um, Jorah gets there. He kind of puts his hand out. Uh, she takes it and then basically do you trust me he leads her away <laughs> and they fly away on a, on a magic carpet yeah. um Misende <laughs> uh, is about to be attacked when Tyrion kills the man that is going to kill her mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know would he trip him and stab him in the throat or something yeah uh, Daenerys and Jorah are about to leave when the gate they're going through is closed and locked from the other side so now all they can do is turn around and go into the center of the arena. Mm-hmm. Um, they are now surrounded by hundreds of men with uh, golden masks. The Unsullied are holding them back, um, but they start there's, to fail. Yeah, there's like 15, 16 to 18 Unsullied in a circle around her. Wow. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Um, a scared Minimum Daenerys... 14. <laughs> <laughs> a scared Daenerys grabs the hand of Misende right there at the middle of the circle. Yeah. Um, and then a roar is heard in the distance. Dothraki. <laughs> no. Then a huge fucking fireball oh. from the sky comes. Oh, dragons! <laughs> <laughs> so the fireball uh, announces the arrival of Dracaris. <laughs> um, he comes in flying, spitting hot fire. He lands in the arena. Dropping sick beats. Um, everyone is taken aback. Right? I like, what yeah. the fuck is this dragon doing here? Yeah. yeah. Um, That's how I'd react. It was uh, really cool. So when he first lands, he like 
lands on top of two of the harpy guys. And nice. one of them started running towards Daenerys, and yeah. then it just, from the top, bites his head off. Not Whoa. his head off, but like his whole body, his whole body and, like, yeah. shakes him. And... Nice. Yeah, it was great. So after he eats that guy, uh, he just starts spitting his fire on everyone with the golden mask. Um, the harpies get smart, so they stay back and start throwing spears. At the dragon, that's just gonna piss him off. And well, I'm sorry, well, I think when he was spinning fire, he was burning everybody. Oh, it was it? Ma- yeah, because I saw some unsullied in there. Like he was just lighting everyone up, except for the people in the center. Just don't, don't touch my mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so he's getting hit with, uh, stabbed with spears. Um, Daenerys calls for him. Uh, she pulls out one of the spears, and he turns to her and basically screeches in her face. Until he smells her and sees her, and then he stops. He's kind of cowed by her. Um, More spears are thrown as Daenerys approaches him and climbs on his back. Okay, I was about to make a joke. (laughs) That when she called called to him, that he flew over and landed on her shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of Daenerys. So she's on his back. Uh, She basically grabs a couple of his... Spikes, spikes Scales. that are yeah. on his back. Uh, tells him, "Valid, valid, valid, V A L A H D, valid." The others DJ watch. Valid. Sorry. The others watch in uh. awe as Drogon flies away with Daenerys on his back. She's like, "I'm out, this bitch." So it <laughs> takes off. So she didn't take a magic carpet. She's riding a dragon mm-hmm. out of that arena. Yep. Badass, dude. Sick, we got to show right? you this scene, too. Like, hard home. And that's it. Uh, I just want to go back for just a second. Davos is not there. Davos? Right? Da- Davos was not present. No, no. no he was sent back he was to sent Castle back Black to, to Castle get Black. horses and food. Okay. Okay. Because I was like, people. Strategically. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, because had he been there, he would have stopped it. Okay, he's going to kill Stannis. Oh, is your prediction? Yep. Cool. cool. He's going he's gonna to kill Stannis um, maybe like midway through season six. Okay. Yeah. What are, what, what's going to happen with the season finale, Mother's Mercy? Mother's Mercy. Have mercy. Something. <laughs> you know, and much like... Jorah is the Chumbawamba of Game of Thrones. I've always considered Shane to be the Uncle Jesse of this podcast. I'll take that. You know, um, are are you Joey or am I Joey? Uh, probably you. Me? You're doing the voices. So then you're. I, that's I'm true. Danny Tanner. You're then. Danny Tanner. Nice. That's cool. Clean Y'all freak. need to clean this shit up. Yeah. I don't think Danny ever said that. Maybe in a stand-up routine. Yeah. Afterwards. Oh yeah. yeah. After talking about like, I don't know. Anyway, um, his stand-up routine is. Rough. Oh yeah. By the way, <laughs> um, Mother's Mercy. I feel like that's a Cersei thing. Uh, maybe she gets out. Maybe she pleads. Ooh. She pleads guilty. Pleads the fifth. Oh, fifth. No. No. <laughs> uh, One, two, three, four, fifth. fifth. <laughs> the hell's that from? Chappelle show. Chappelle. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was like if you treat um white collar crimes like they treat drug dealers and then drug dealers like they treat white collar crimes <laughs> uh-huh. so a guy is has like he's like doing 
insider trading or something and then the cops like kick down his door they shoot his dog in the head and like um they like bang his wife and then like they like lock him up he goes to prison and then Chappelle, playing a drug dealer he goes to like court and he's asked all these questions he's like i plead the fifth and then the next question i plead the fifth and the next one, he's like, he's like, F I F fifth, <laughs> one two three four fifth, <laughs> and they just let him off. That's awesome. Yeah, um, um, it was funny, interesting, because like on my feed today on my social media, it showed a small clip from the Chappelle Show about uh, him as P Diddy. He's like, I'm gonna shut down the studio. Oh, that's my favorite of all time. Yeah, he's like, um, you guys better walk to the Bronx. Yeah. Get me some. I want some left-handed <laughs> golf clubs and some <laughs> Cambodian breast milk. Yeah. And he's he's like drinking. He's like, that's a hundred percent Cambodian breast milk. Clink clink. <laughs> yeah. Breast milk. You make my day. Um. Funny enough, today, um, of all days, he was the first one in one of his sketches. He's shooting a condom into a trash can, and he yells, "Kobe." Oh so, wow! Everybody's whole like like as they're taking a shot, yelling Kobe. That yeah. started. That started oh, there. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, I was wondering where that started. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's a that's a nice way to to end. Yeah. Yeah. This. Rodney, you want to plug us? Sure. Uh, so follow us on Instagram at OOTL Podcast on Twitter OOTL Podcast. Or feel free to send us an email at ootlpod at gmail.com. Um, we will finish up Season 5, Game of Thrones, the mother, uh, Mother's Mercy. Mother's Mercy? Yep. Um, I don't really have anything else. Uh, anything else? Last word, Shane? I'm going to try and not cry next time. <laughs> it's all good. I get it. Thank you for listening. Winner's coming. Out of the loop, out of the loop. Out of the loop, out of the loop. Out of the loop, out of the loop.